I moved here one month pre-lockdown. Wow. Fell through every crack as far as relief goes. We closed the business in Seattle and had yet to get our appointment for our permitting hearing. And then all the government offices were closed, and it took like four months. I couldn't even open the doors until September. Hi there, and welcome to What Excites Us, the show that discusses sex and sexuality throughout time and place, including the here and now. I'm your host, Gwyn Isaacs. Today, I'm chatting with Kathleen Ashford, who owns and operates the Inthrall B&B, which is a luxury, kinky destination in Pennsylvania. It honestly sounds amazing for folks who are lifestyle players, as well as people who would simply enjoy a private, opulent, romantic getaway with some added sex toys and a private pool and a place where you don't have to worry about the neighbors or making a mess when you get it on with your honey or honeys. Kathleen is a retired professional dominatrix from the Seattle area where the first incarnation of Inthral was located. As you heard in the cold open, she moved east right before the pandemic started and therefore has had plenty of time to build it into the perfect COVID safe haven getaway. A quick note about the sound in this recording. We were chatting during a conference in our hotel room. So there are moments where you can hear other folks in the hallways and doorways closing and the room sounds maybe a little bit more echoey than usual. That's just the way it goes sometimes. But between learning about Inthral and the other little tidbits that come up in the conversation, it was too good not to publish. Enjoy! So tell us, we sort of jumped into the middle. We, oh yeah, I do that a lot. <laughs> where, where is Inthral located? Yes, okay, it's a good one. Um, it's on the outskirts of Reading, near National Forest, and it's like an, an a crystal castle atop a mount like, like surrounded by an enchanted forest there's a magic bridge like it's out of a fairy tale there's deer that visit the edges of the yard and sure chipmunks and it came with a cat that we feed regularly and <laughs> that's amazing yeah she's our little ambassador sure but um, we, we built her a house. And... That's really lovely. Yeah. When you were looking to relocate, were you set on a specific area or were you looking for a, the property? Um, I had a lot of criteria, a lot, and most of it pointed us toward the East Coast. And I started looking in sort of a... 150 mile radius from where we landed because I wanted to be near major metropolitan areas and international airports. The price point is high and a lot of people fly in for the experience. It's a destination experience. 
some people are lucky enough to be local and able to just drive over. But I had a, some guests who recently drove, I think, nine hours from Kentucky. Wow. Just to come stay for three nights. That's lovely. It's amazing to me. It feels like the deepest compliment. Enthrall is my passion project, my heart project, I, I would rather say. So you had it before in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And you said you wanted to make it bigger and better. Tell me some of the things that are bigger and better. Well, the house itself is definitely bigger. We um, relocated from a suburb, a split level in the suburbs of Seattle um, with neighbors and everything. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And I operated it for a number of years and none of the neighbors ever knew a thing. The address isn't given out until a certain number of days prior to the reservation. And people have been lovely about keeping it very private. Keep it secret, keep it safe. That's nice. And that suits my privacy wishes as well. This episode of What Excites Us is brought to you by me. I'm Gwyn Isaacs, and besides being your podcast host, I'm a certified sex coach and educator. And right now, I have some openings for text-based clients. I love coaching over email and text. It allows you to be open and vulnerable in ways that may feel too difficult in person, which lets us tackle the concerns you have at your own pace. Very few of us were taught how to have sex. Most of us are feeling our way through the dark, hoping we get it right. I can help you build skills in the bedroom and navigate your intimate relationships. I have two ways you can sign up to start texting with me right away. When you go to earthlydesire.com slash coaching, you will find a weekly subscription for daily correspondence and a way to schedule a live one-hour text chat. Visit earthlydesire.com to start on your path of more pleasure today. You deserve it. Is there a vetting process that you go through when people inquire? Honestly, no. Like with any hotel or bed and breakfast, you don't really get to choose who walks through the door. And that's part of the excitement is having zero preconceived notions about who you're about to meet. And I think often if I had vetted or looked on, you know, at social media profiles or something like that, I, I would probably have a very different idea about who actually showed up if I were to use my very well-educated imagination in the land of kink I would still get it different or wrong in a number of cases some of them I can easily eyeball (laughs) sure so when a guest comes is it just one booking per time or do you have several rooms or Um, Currently, I'm just operating the one suite, which 
with the pool room makes it a 3,000 square foot suite. That's amazing. So it's it's significant um, to make a suite. House. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm operating it contactlessly for pandemic reasons. And I have been since we since I opened on this coast. Guests get temp checked, and um, that's about it. So as far as bedding them, I no, I I don't get to choose. And I'm glad I don't because I would miss out on a lot of people that are amazing and I'm so lucky to have met and who become friends over the years. They, they return. I was amazed that Enthrall got return guests. I thought it would be a, a novelty that people would do once and, you know, see what fun and... It turns out it means a lot to people to have what it offers. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that I've looked into. Um, not owning, but going to renting for yeah. special occasions sort of thing. And it's never worked out yet. But who knows? Now that you're here, maybe it will work out. I mean, I'm really good at this stuff. So <laughs> if you want to make a party go... I can make you a party. <laughs> Excellent. So when, if, when <laughs> yes. the, the pandemic ends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. will you uh, expand to have more than one guest? Correct. Um, there is a second suite that is currently being built out called the Chambers of Here and Now. Oh. It's another mega suite. <laughs> Uh, I was going to do three suites, but I decided instead on two mega suites. And I'm excited to start sending out the teaser photos. And sure, are you, are you on social media? I mean, is it I am. on social media? It is. There's a it has a, a proper website. In, yeah, excellent. Well, I figured in thrall.com, I N N, and Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, I'm not savvy enough to be on anything fancier than that at the moment. That's fine. <laughs> but honestly, that's all I can manage time-wise. And I have help doing it, right. the social media part. Thank goodness. Hi, life. Um, I am there. Okay. I rarely log in. Fair enough. It just seems like that would be a missed opportunity if you were not there. Totally. <laughs> like, I mean, I've, had, I've had a personal profile there forever and a professional right. one when I, when I was a dominatrix. Yeah. Um, but So, yeah, Enthrall has its own profile on FetLife. Excellent. Yeah. How long on average do people come for? It's a two-night minimum. Okay. So most people do do two nights. Three nights are, are not uncommon. Especially when people are flying in from somewhere. We're driving a long way. Yeah, yeah, make it really worth the commute. (laughs) Absolutely. But um, we've had five-day reservations. Nice. Right? Yeah. Just immersing yourself. And I like to think of it as a magic bubble where partners can come together and step out of time and be so incredibly present with one another that you can't help but 
along with the best sex you've had in a long time, the depth of connection that can be achieved when you take all of those obstacles out of the way. There's no ringing phones. There's no clocks. There's no televisions. Um, it's just you. You can obviously wear a watch, have a phone, whatever. You don't take the phones at the door. No, no, nothing like that. Some people have to take work calls. (laughs) So I don't remember where I was going with that. Oh, just that it's an oasis. Yes, it is. It's a a sanctuary of sorts. I I keep using quasi-religious language with it, and I'm not a religious person and never have been, but I like to design around a feeling for the spaces. And with the inner sanctum here, the feeling that I want people to have on some level, ideally, is that they've stepped into a church that was made just for them. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. And I don't mean church in a religious sense, just in as a sacred place. Mm-hmm. Well, so much of, I mean, I'm sure this isn't true for everybody, but for me, a lot of good kink scenes end up being very spiritual. Absolutely. Yeah, so many. Transcendent. Exactly. And, um, I mean, not that that happens every time. But when it does, it's so lovely. And it's a state that is achieved during S&M or BDSM sessions um, often and sometimes intentionally. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, some. Very often, unintentionally, like, oh my gosh, I didn't know I could access this plane. How did you take me there? (laughs) Right. And what it comes down to is being safe enough to be that vulnerable. Yeah. When you're dealing with sex and kink especially, you're dealing with such raw psyche and tread gently and but also find one another exactly where you are and it's your magic bubble and some of that you get to take home with you at least that's what i hear (laughs) timothy leary i think was the person who talked about set and setting being so important for psychedelic experiences Mm. i find that as a sex coach it's also really important um, when encouraging people to have conversations or to get into that place where they can be vulnerable with one another. Yes. Um, you know, throw a red thing over your lamp and suddenly it's a whole different mood. It is. So the Lighting idea, is a lot. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea of going to somewhere specifically designed with set and setting in mind. Yes. Just sounds magical. It it is a kinky B and B, but it's also a romantic getaway. Well, I mean and, Yes. <laughs> and it has it comes with, if that's helpful to someone, 
the opportunity to also book a consultation if they have questions or want to learn how to do a specific activity and not kill their partner and hopefully everybody has a fine time and there's no reason why anybody but myself should know what everything in this place does right there's some obscure things fun but maybe i can introduce you to something that floats your boat yeah oh that's really nifty the um yeah, the addition of, of a small teaching session sounds amazing. It, yeah, it's kind of like your own personal hosted guests only sex coach. Yeah. Or kink coach. Activities coach, yeah. Often it comes down to being an interspecies translator. Really? Tell me more about that. Um, language. Finding language to even have a conversation is incredibly challenging. I remember, pardon my, my ring, um, we didn't even used to have a word for polyamory. It was just um, cheating <laughs> well, when or, I, or possibly non-monogamous. When I was a teenager, I have never been monogamous my entire life. When right. I was a teenager, we called it an open relationship. That was another term that was, but, but you know, people kind of looked at you like, ah, what does that even mean? Yeah. yeah. But now we have language around something and we can speak intelligently on it. And it's the same thing with sex. And a lot of us didn't grow up with a supportive place to learn and about sex and ask questions and a judgment-free zone, et cetera, et cetera. And oftentimes there will be one partner who has a, a specific fantasy and the other partner is game. They're, they're, they're down, and, uh, but they don't know how that goes. And they try to get more information from, the, from partner one and there's a lot of kind of stuttering around it and it's usually a fantasy that started a long time ago maybe it's been 20 years it's become very sophisticated inside of their brain how the hell is partner two supposed to know what any of that looks like in the movie in their head so being able to draw that out and say, okay, what I'm hearing is this. Does that sound right to you? Okay, cool. You, that makes sense. And just give the opportunity to ask questions. Um, I love, my overarching life's mission is to give others a safe space and permission to explore. And I'm I mean, explore one another and your own sexuality and see what rabbit trails there may be if something's gotten stagnant, for lack of a better word. Um, maybe something will inspire you and there's a rabbit trail for you to explore. You have such a calming energy. Huh. <laughs> At least sitting here with me. Thank you. Um, that I can I can easily imagine people feeling comfortable to open up and, and 
Because a lot of those fantasies that have been in there forever and you don't tell anybody and it's like, oh, there's some shame usually wrapped Often. around it. Even with it's even when you're with somebody who is also kinky, um, it, you know, it, it, it all gets like compacted and it it's can. really hard to tease that out. Um, By getting the language and the conversation started, then you've got something to work with when even when you go home. Right. It's like when um, when you have a big ball of yarn and it's all knotted up and you can if you can find that one piece that you can pull out and you can sort of find where and the, I have the other a knot. Really good skill it seems for being able to find those threads and um, help people have better sex. I mean what's better than filling the world with love, joy and orgasms? I love that so much. <laughs> Can I use that? I Please mean, do. I, I mean, I, I use it plenty, and you're welcome to it. I love that. Love, joy, and Th- orgasm. That's what I want people oh. to do when they come. I want them to fill my walls. Sure. And I can tell you, you know, five years in the original location, nothing visible, nothing you could measure but the walls were just infused with a sexual energy and it was in everything. And I've even heard in this new location, people say, how can you walk in and not immediately become turned on? And I, and this was just overheard and the other part was like, I don't know. I was just like, Oh my gosh. And I, t- I try to give an opportunity for questions to be asked at any op- op- any time during the tour, but there's usually such a sense of overwhelm that I'm like, if you have questions later, no problem. And so you're reachable via text? Correct. The entire time? Yes. That's wonderful. Yes. So you said it's a well-appointed dungeon. So it is. My first thing, thought... God. (laughs) (laughs) My first thought is, you know, big St. Andrew's cross and Mm -hmm. maybe a Jacob's ladder sort of thing and a whole bunch of um, accoutrement um, Mm -hmm. whips and paddles and that sort of thing. So is it all of that? Is it the the implements as well as the furniture? Yes, it is the furnishings as well as the gear. So I've, you know, in my prior career... I was a professional dominatrix for 15 years, and in a previous life, I worked in a hospital, and I'm very, very, um, very fussy. This is why I've never shared a dungeon with anybody. I always had to have my own because I couldn't trust anybody else's cleaning standards, and I knew that as well as you know, I couldn't do it differently. My my uh, clients really appreciated it, and it go yeah. So it's one of the first things that you can do to relax in a new place is know that it's clean. Yeah, absolutely. I want to walk into a place and feel as though it's possible that nobody's ever been here before. So I will chase that last hair. I will. I'll get it too. <laughs> but now the dungeon it does have a St. Andrew's cross it does have a lattice work rack on the back side there is a, a wall frame bondage frame 
there is a sling with a with a leather sling uh, hanging from chains. There's a suspension rig with, you know, all sorts of things you could hang from it. But there will be a yoga swing already ready for you for your your yoga needs. Yeah, your machine washable yoga needs. <laughs> there are a couple of sex machines and a, a, a nice complement of accoutrement for both. Um, touchless lube dispenser on the wall. I tried it. I can't help but think of everything because it's all I really want to think about. That's so beautiful. Do you have limits on what people can do? I do have um, three major house rules, which are, number one is hydrate, and the mini fridge is stocked with waters and electrolyte beverages, and there's straws for, you know, in case of long-term bondage also, so no excuses, hydrate. Number two is no dying aloud. I find that number one helps a lot with that. So far, so good. People are great at the rules. Um, And then number three is no stilettos on the bed, but in the air is cool. Excellent. I try to legislate as little as I can get away with. If somebody has, for instance, any sort of a messy scene, whether they're Going for the for a lovely squirt or um, splash play. You know, I've got drop claws available. I have splash pads, both disposable and launderable. I have what I call sacrificial sheets folded on the shelf. And there's nothing wrong with them, but they're never going to be pretty enough to go on a bed again. Or they lost their friends and. That, you know, in the hierarchy of sheets, this is where they land. And if they need to die in a fire, it's fine. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I I have a saying, laundry happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, like, don't worry if you if you have a lovely squirt. Yeah. We're ready for you. Excellent. Yeah, and the, and the, and some of the messier play can be exceptionally messy. Oh yeah, especially <laughs> like you're saying, splashing food play, um, and just I mean, even body paint can get oh yes, <laughs> pretty messy. And but. and you know, if there's a situation where it's going to cost me a lot of extra time to clean up, then I may have to you know add an additional cleaning fee. Because I, but I already plan, there's already a day between any reservations. Sure. That's blank to make sure that everything can be as sparkly as it needs to be. Reset. The standard of cleaning is, am I willing to put my vulva there? My fussy vagina and vulva, am I willing to put it there, wherever there is? And until the answer is yes, it's, you know, keep cleaning. Amazing. (laughs) I wish everybody had that. Not just for sex. (laughs) I mean, this place is a whole bunch of what would I want. 
And that's what I want. I looked for what I wanted. I did not find it in a real way. So I made it. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns out that people were into it. And I mean, yes, it's certainly it's not the first one that's ever existed in the States. There's a, a, a couple that are have been around for long time with lovely reputations um, but this one was just a different feel for me than what I found elsewhere sure and you say you're a and b are you serving breakfast too? I am oh my gosh y- your breakfast will be delivered to the airlock chamber on a fancy tray on a fancy cart wow and are you also the cook I am oh my goodness yes Yes, you will have a delightful breakfast and your dietary preferences, aversions, requirements, um, they're all taken into account before you arrive. So when I go grocery shopping, it's for you, you know, and everything's as organic and fresh as can be. And Oh, it just sounds lovely. And it usually lasts people through lunchtime, so they just have to order in for dinner because... Even if they made a reservation, they'll probably order in. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to go anywhere. Nobody's going to want to put their clothes back on if they don't have to. No. No. Just... So Grubhub or whatever will come out to your place? It seems that all the apps will deliver. Excellent. <laughs> yes. It's an important consideration. Definitely, because at the moment, um, as a basically, as you know, there's myself and my partner who very much likes to stay behind the scenes but is incredibly supportive and very much a part of this and that's it um moving here just ahead of the pandemic i was like no problem i'll meet people make community on the i don't doesn't matter i don't know anybody on the east coast and I'll go to conventions and the such and find my people and and then uh, COVID. <laughs> and then there you are. And, and it was the anything. year of no friends for you. <laughs> so FaceTime became a real... So did you help. end up having to do construction? Like, you know, sheetrock and that sort of thing? Um, or were you able mostly to make flooring? Do? Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, removing and re- and putting in flooring um, on your own because it's a pandemic. Yeah, and I tried hiring people for a couple of things like house cleaning, and with the even written agreements that they would wear a mask and would walk, walk around the corner and there they are like with with it under their chin and i'm wearing a mask in my house because that's what's up so i was like no not worth the risk i guess i'm just gonna have to do it myself until i find the right person yeah youtube <laughs> i mean i don't know if that's what you did but i also i so i was selling my house or planned on selling my house oh um, yeah and it was like, okay, I'm going to go back to Vermont. I'm going to pack and clean, and I'm going to get me and, and my two elder teens an apartment so it's a lot easier to do it in an empty space. And the day that we moved was the day before our state got shut down. 
Oh my goodness. So, and I have two or three friends who do cleaning. Yeah. And all of them had compromised family members. Mm -hmm. And I had lived in this house for 12 years with five children. Oh dear. (laughs) It took a year, Uh a full year by myself to get it to where it needed to be to yeah yeah and i learned how to do sheetrock right i I have taught myself sheetrock yes um i try not to but i can do a wee bit of plumbing i do i never touch electrical but my partners is knows how to do that um (laughs) <laughs> I'm not touching it. <laughs> yeah, no, electricity is scary. But um, you'll see photos on the website. The, for instance, the St. Andrew's Cross. I built that. Nice. And just to vouch for the construction, it's been in a professional dungeon. And it's still standing just as strong as ever 20 years later. Beautiful. Yeah, that's lovely. Like a coat of poly, maybe a little stain touch up now and then. Sure, <laughs> but sure, sure. It is sturdy, and that is like the, one of the first rules: is make it sturdy and then make it pretty. Yes. And I'd be like, oh, look at this lovely, charming table, and I'm like, people will fuck on that. It needs to be sturdy. They need to be free to fuck on that. Right. I I want that for them. Right. So, if there's an end table, it's probably very sturdy. So everything in the suite is designed to be fucked upon. Um, pretty much, yeah. I mean, you know, kitchen there, stuff, but <clears throat> actually, the uh, breakfast area and bar are topped with slate and oh. and just like they're in, in the cement in the floor. So as sturdy, it, you yeah, go for it. That's. Beautiful. It, like, have a Flintstones caveman fantasy, just like lie back on the slate. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Like, you'll be staring at a rock wall. It'll be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds really There's gorgeous really stone walls. And yeah. This house is really cool. I'm really glad we found it. Yeah, no kidding. You were saying earlier the pool looks out out over the mountains the um, fact that there is a pool is amazing. <laughs> no it doesn't look over the oh, mountains okay. but it looks up at the stars i see so there's um tall kind of greenhouse windows and there's actually plants and dracaena not a palm tree but it looks like one that are growing out of the floor and the, they go all the way up to the ceiling and so there's a canopy of leaves or there's the moon passing overhead because I have to name all the rooms something fancy. It's the Twilight Cathedral. Lovely. I love it. And I love that there's, I'm a plant person. I'm a total plant There's freak. tons of plants. So I, yeah, you're like a dressing. I'm like, oh yeah, which variety? Oh, the oh. palm tree one. Yep, I know exactly okay, what you're talking so about. you know more than I do. I'm like, uh, that's not food. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have an app. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I mean, I am a plant person. I have I lots it. of plants. But when it gets down to like the technical names, there's an app that I use. I'm like, what is that? Right. Oh, it's a whatever it is, hollyhock 
red variety. Like, I don't know. I look at the names and I try to remember and I don't. Do you have folks that come to you who are not terribly experienced who come to enthrall? Correct. Yes. um, So many are very inexperienced. Interesting. Yes. It's not necessarily the kink community. It's often nobody you'd ever suspect if you were going around suspecting people. <laughs> don't we all? I mean, don't get me wrong, there's plenty of seasoned players. Sure. But there's a lot of first-timers, or they've been um, talking about it for a while, but, you know, for whatever reasons, they're not comfortable going to a club or a party or signing up to be a member of a whatever. And where are they going to go? Where's a private dungeon? Right. Okay. Is it, does it meet the standards and are we going to be comfortable there? Oh, that's, I, that's not something I would have thought. And, and then what if, what if the fantasy about being flogged, um, turns out you don't actually enjoy being flogged. Well, this $400 flogger right. <laughs> is now in the bottom of our drawer. <laughs> what, you know, and Enthral gives people the opportunity also to experiment with a lot of the range of toys. Um, they can choose from assorted floggers, find what they do enjoy the most. Is it stingy? Is it thuddy? Is it deerskin? Or is it buffalo? Or... Um, kangaroo, yeah. <laughs> right? And that's really helpful in guiding their shopping decisions later. Sure, and I, yeah, that that's brilliant. And and I love that you also make yourself available to them because I imagine that some of that comes up during their stay. There's so many questions, and there's no reason why they ought to know the answers, and. I love questions. So, and I love helping people have a better sex life. And I especially love empowering women. And I think that a lot of the time it's technical skills. So if you can teach them the competence, Mm -hmm. it equals the confidence which equals sexy. Yeah. Because how sexy is confidence. That's wonderful. I I'm I can't wait until I can come. Yay. <laughs> First that I can afford it and then I can come. So y'all can help me afford it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> help her out. Hey folks. Do you know that What Excites Us has a Patreon account? Well, we do. Are you familiar with Patreon yet? It's a great way to directly support the people who enhance your life. There are artists, writers, podcasters, as well as many other types of creators and conversation makers who could use your help to continue to do great work, including me. You see, I love making this show and yet I still need to earn a living. When you contribute to creators, they can keep producing the work you enjoy. And when you do become a patron of a creator, your membership almost always involves perks. 
For instance, for only $6 a month, you get to hear the episodes of What Excites Us without any ads like this one. You will be invited into our private Facebook group, and you can message me from inside the Patreon app. If you love the show and can afford to support us, for $99 a month, you get all the perks, many of which I haven't mentioned, including live, regular video chats with me. No matter what level you come in on, you will have my undying appreciation and gratitude. And if you are among the first 15 people to join, you will get a never-expiring coupon code for an extra 20% off your first merch purchase, even if you come in on the level that already has 20% off. Merch is coming soon, I promise. So come join me on Patreon and tell me what excites you. And uh, so the last question that I ask everybody okay. is what excites you? I find it very exciting to hear what it means to couples or morsums to have the space and the atmosphere and the experience overall that Enthrall offers. And what I thought would be cool, fun, sexy, kinky, it's all of that and more, but it's also deeply meaningful to, to connect with your partner or partners in this way. And I love seeing guests go from nervous to sweaty, giggly messes. It's the best. I love it. I love that answer so much. Thank you so much. This has been wonderful, oh, Kathleen. Thank you for the invitation. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Yay. So enthrall.com and um, I love questions. Excellent. So, thank you. So, how badly do you want to visit Inthral? I'm not a huge water person, but the idea of a private pool enjoying the country stars after a delicious day of intimacy with my sweetie sounds absolutely amazing. Especially these days, where we are all struggling so much from this pandemic, a getaway could go a long way towards recharging. If you would like to book your vacation, please visit inthrall.com. That's I-N-N-T-H-R-A-L-L.com. And be sure to tell them you heard about it here on What Excites Us. What Excites Us is produced and edited and hosted by me, Gwen Isaacs. All music is used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. This week, that includes The Vendetta by Stephen Kartenberg, Let Me Talk Carol by Josh Woodward, Harmony by Polly Plus, and this is Trived Larson, who also goes by Nisrality. The track is called Enthralled by the Rising Star. Tickle.life hosts this and many other podcasts about sexuality and sex, as well as having lots of other great text-based content please check them out at tickle.life. Thanks for listening. I super appreciate you. 
And if you like it, tell a friend. That would be so cool. Thanks again.